Yo, what's good, everybody? And welcome back to episode four of the Gaming Hour podcast, a podcast where me and my best friends sit down and talk about all things gaming. Guys, we have another banger of an episode for you guys, and I'm really excited to talk about this topic for sure. But before we get into the main meat and potatoes of today's episode, David, how's your day been? Uh, yeah, it's been a bang of a day. Watched my United Crush Leagues, so can't beat it so far. How about you? Did you just wake up, I take it? Yeah, well, I'm five hours behind you right now, so it's currently 9.54 a.m. I haven't really done much with my day, but I do have some bigger things planned. Um, if you guys listened to my to our past episode, uh, I talked about how I have to go help out my girlfriend uh, clean out like a storage unit and and help her clean up some stuff. So I'm going to be busy essentially moving stuff around all day, but it is what it is. And I might have a birthday party dinner to go to tonight. We'll see if uh, those plans fall through or not. But otherwise, yeah, no, I'm doing great. I, you know, woke up, did whatever I had to do this morning, had some breakfast, and now I'm here. And I'm, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about today's topic. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good topic. Yeah, no, guys, we have a great topic, and it's a console that really, it has to be up there in my top three like favorite consoles of all time. Like this console is really, has the PS4. Guys, we're talking about the PlayStation 4. It's done so much right. I'm super excited to talk about the PlayStation 4. And let's just get into it, all right, bro? All right, okay. I got to ask you, man, like, when did you purchase your PS4? Uh, that's a good question. Um, So, you know how the PlayStation 4 came out on, it was like November 15th, I believe. November 15th, like 2013, yeah. Yeah, it was in 2013 in November. I don't know the date yeah. exactly off the top of my head, but yeah, it could have been the 15th. Yeah, um, I, I still remember what happened just because I I moved out of my part. Well, I'm like I used to live with my parents, like a lot of people nowadays do, but I moved out and moved in on my own. And back in that day, is I used to have like the 360 and everything like that, but I it was like it was kind of like I kind of had to move on, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get next gen, kind of go from there so I moved out of my apartment on I moved into my own apartment on November it was November time it was an early kind of November time and I remember that time like it wasn't that nice of a place Josh has been there it was pretty depressing um <laughs> but it was like all I could afford at that moment in time kind of thing so like I was still at college I was still at university and I was like you know what like I need to move out kind of do my own thing so it was it was a big decision, and I remember back in that time, like I moved out, I got all my stuff in, and I literally had like a TV and like a, a chair. That was it, and then a bed in my bedroom. Like I never really had anything. And instead of being the guy that was like, "All right, guys, let's furnish this bitch," I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna treat myself to a PlayStation 4." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, okay, um, priorities right there." So I was like, uh, "I went and bought a PlayStation 4." And I think I bought it on like I want to say like the twentieth of the month. Yeah, I remember I bought it. I so, bought it so you bought it about like a year, like a year later. No, I bought it in twenty thirteen. I bought it on launch. There's no way I had a PS4 before you did. I didn't. Yeah. I just never had. I never had PlayStation Plus. Huh. Uh, I so always I figured that I had it before you. No, I had mine on launch, but I never actually had Plus or anything like that, just because. Back in that time, I was paying for my 
car bills. I was paying for a house or paying for an apartment, and I couldn't afford just to pay for a plus on top of it. So I was one of those guys that would literally remember back in the days in some games you would get like the code for PlayStation Plus for like seven days or something like that or like, yeah, an like hour. a two week trial. A two week trial. I was the guy that was using and abusing that thing. Like it was. I, I love the piss the PlayStation Four. Honestly, like again, we still use our PlayStation Four to this date, and it's just it's a brick. It just keeps going. It's, it's honestly like a soldier. Like. How about you? When did you buy yours? Yeah, so like you said, the uh, the PlayStation 4 launched in November of 2013. I got mine in February of 2014, so three months after launch. And the first time I ever got to see a PlayStation 4 in person or even like play it was our, our buddy Peter had one. He got one around Christmas time, so like a month after launch. And he never told me he got a PS4. He just like, hey, bro, come over. Look, let's hang out. And we would always hang out. So I didn't really think much of it. And I remember walking into his bedroom, like the lights were off and he just had a, he had a, the same kind of setup you did. He had a TV and he had a yep. chair and there was the PlayStation 4, you know, the thing that was really cool about the launch PS4 is that it had that light strip going down the middle. And all I remember seeing is that light strip. And then in the corner, there was like the, 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 like the PlayStation 4 controller has like a light bar. And so that thing was bright. And at that time, you couldn't dim the, the light bar on the PlayStation 4 controller. So it was always at its max brightness. And I remember thinking to myself, like, why the fuck is there a light bar on, on this <laughs> controller? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, first of all, it's killing the battery life. Second of all, people like companies were making like stickers so that you could put it over top of like the light bar because it was really annoying. Like, yeah, I, it was. like it's cool to some degree, but at the same time, it's kind of inconvenient, especially when you're just trying to enjoy like a game in the dark and like you got this light bar. Now later on, we came to find out why the light bar existed. They were secretly making a VR headset called the PlayStation VR, and they never told anybody, and that's why the light bar existed in the PS4 controller, but at launch, we had no clue why that was even a part of the, part of the, like the controller, which, you know, I guess that's kind of cool. Like that but, Sony no. was like thinking ahead. Yeah. But the, the, I like the, the kind of light bar cause I actually did things in games as well. Like, like in GTA, um, like if the cop is chasing after you, you flash like wee wee, like it had like the <laughs> the red the red and blue lights, like the cop yeah. lights. It would be pretty cool. Or like um, even in like Last of Us, if your health was like good, like if you had like full health, it'd be green. And then if you were gonna die soon, like it would change to red. So they they did a couple cool things here and there. Yeah, so I remember holding this controller, and it felt a hundred times better than the PS3 controller. I like the PS3 controller to some degree. It's far from my favorite controller. I always thought it was far too light. I didn't like the dome-shaped, uh, the, is it convex? I didn't like the convex, uh, like, thumbsticks. And, you know, the PS4 just felt like it was a beefier controller. Um, it had, like, concave thumbsticks, and it just felt like it was an overall much better experience for gaming and he, he had a couple games at that time and he had like cod ghost and he had uh like some nba 2k 14 and 
like Ooh, a, a Lego, a Lego Marvel game and stuff like that. But the, the, the game that me and him played all the time was like COD Ghost. And he also had like Resogun. That was like a, that was like the first PlayStation Plus game that ever came out for the PS4. And I, I just remember having a good time, but I was like, ah, like this is really cool. I'm going to get a PS4. I know it, but the, the main reason why I got my PS4 in February of 2014 was because I was a huge fan of Infamous, and Infamous came out in March. So I had to prepare myself. I'm like, guys, I'm like, I'm, I'm like Josh, like you got to get a PS4. And it's always so difficult to find a new console around launch season because like people are buying up those consoles like crazy. I mean, even right now, it's very difficult to find a PS5 or an Xbox Series just because people are buying them as soon as they like drop on the shelf, right? And I got lucky and I found a PS4 and yeah, I played it. I pre-ordered Infamous Second Son and that was the main game that really like pushed me to buy PS4 like as early as I did. And I never really, really looked back. I, I really love my PS4. So. I'll agree. It's, it's honestly, uh, you've also got the base one as well. You've never really upgraded that thing. So it's not, it's still lasted. Yeah, somehow, somehow, yeah, this console has, it's been a trooper, for sure. It's act like, PlayStation, like, they made three different models of the PlayStation 4, so there's, like, the, the base model, there's a Slim, and there's a PlayStation 4 Pro, and I gotta be honest, like, my favorite looking console, design-wise, is the original PS4. I really like the way the original PS4 looks. Really? It's, it's still to this day, it's my favorite looking one. Yeah, because the the PlayStation 4 Slim is just not very appealing looking, and I never really liked the like two tier or three tier, I should say, like look of the PS4 Pro. I don't know. There's just something about it. I really like the light strip down the kind of like down the middle of the PS4 console, and mine has like that kind of glossy plastic where the hard drive is, and then it had the matte finish, so it had like a, a glossy and then a matte finish to it. For me personally, I know some people kind of like, uh, when they look at it, it's, it's like, oh, it's an eraser. Like back when you were a kid, like one of those like erasers that you would have like in school. But I like the, the I really like the uh, design of the original PlayStation 4. Like what about you? Like what's your favorite looking like in terms of like design wise, like PlayStation console? Well, I've got the Pro. So I used to have the original and then I moved yeah. it to the Pro and I kind of just like, you just like thought, you like it better, like the always, way it looks. Yeah, I always thought they kind of designed the PS4 like the original one with a roller, and that's it. They went, all right, guys, rollers. Like, fuck having angles. Like the 360 was had that kind of concave kind of shape, and it had like kind of angles on it. They went with the PS4 and went, hey guys, does anyone got a roller? And then we can just like bang this bitch out in ten minutes, kind of thing. Mm. Like, I don't know. It's a good looking console. Like, again, I, I get what I like what you're saying about the light strip, but. There is like just a lot of like kind of straight lines on that thing. There's not really any kind of shapes and like when you look at like the PS3, the original like big fat one, like that thing was just circular. Like it was just one. Yeah, that thing had a lot going on. Yeah, exactly. You could tell like like Sony were like, all right, the PS3 was like their out there console. The PS4 was like the all right, we have to know what we're talking about. And the PS5 is like, all right, fuck, we're back to the PS3 design team. Like. The bigger the better, guys. The bigger the better, apparently. Like, well, the PS4 was definitely like a redemption story for Sony. I mean, they were on a high horse. They were definitely on their high horse when they launched the PS3. They thought like they were untouchable. 
and clearly they, you know, they fucked up in, in a lot of different areas, right? And Microsoft kind of, they really tied up the race. I mean, when you look at it, like, I think the PS3 just edges over the 360, but it's close, man. It's, it's in the 80s. You know, they're both, they both sold over 80 million consoles each. So it was, it was a neck and neck race at the very end. And Sony, Sony really wanted to redeem themselves and they really did with the PlayStation 4. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll definitely get into some more topics. Yeah. Go, go ahead, buddy. How did you end up deciding between like the, by that time it was like the PS4 and Xbox One. Like, how did you like kind of pick? Yeah, so if you guys listen to like our Everything Xbox 360 episode, me and David, we were both heavy Xbox 360 players. Um, I bought a PS3 really, really late, like back in, I bought my PS3 in 2013, and that was to mainly play like The Last of Us. Um, as the years went on, like I've been collecting for that console a lot. Like it's some, it's a console that I really look out for when I go like, uh, retro game shopping these days. I always look out for PS3 games, but, during that era, I was all in, you know, Xbox 360 and Microsoft. So I remember when E3 2013 came around, I had my eyeballs glued to the screen because I was super excited to see everything. And Microsoft went first. It was quite honestly very underwhelming. And then later on that night, Sony came out with their PlayStation 4 console and they literally took whatever Microsoft fucked up on and just made it better. So, for example, at that time, Microsoft was kind of, there was word on the street that it was going to be, like, always online. Like, their console had to always be connected online, and I was not a fan of that, especially especially at that time in 2013. Um, also, like, there was rumors going around where, you couldn't like sell your like your used games so that was a huge issue for Microsoft um also you were forced to buy connect with the Xbox 1 which also made the price more like more expensive so it was a so they were selling the Xbox 1 for $500 and it came bundled with the connect and it was just awful i was not a, like i never bought into the connect craze like I hardly knew anyone that had a connect on the Xbox 360. I, I had like one person that I knew and I remember playing it one time and it was not good. So I had no idea why Microsoft was trying to push this connect so hard at launch. Like it didn't make any sense to me. And then Sony a couple hours later, like, yeah, our console's a hundred dollars cheaper at $399 instead of $499. And then they had like a little trailer where they like pass the game over to their friend. Like, here you go. Have fun. Play your game. And, like it they made Microsoft and Xbox look like a joke. Like they made them their bitch pretty much. That's what they did. Honestly, like that E three changed everything. And and it took it took Microsoft that entire generation to, to like even bounce back. I mean, if you look at the sales these days, I think the PlayStation four has sold well over a hundred million consoles. And Xbox hasn't even really said how many uh, Xbox Ones they sold, but if I had to guess, it's probably around 50 million. So the, the PS4 more than doubled the Xbox the Xbox One, and for good reasons, to be honest. I mean, we're going to get into other topics about the PS4 and why it was such a better console overall, 
But man, like, yeah, like for me coming off of an Xbox, I was like, man, what am I going to do here? Like, I am not a fan of what Microsoft's doing with this. And I, the hype was just so high on PS4. Like, people were really excited. I like the way the, I also, like, I, I just mentioned also, like, I really like the original design of the PS4. The original design of the Xbox One was awful. It was a huge machine. It, it was a VCR, but also it, it had a power brick. They, they didn't put the power brick in the original Xbox One. So you had like two, like, two massive bricks and a con, and a connect for $500, or you had this really sleek looking PS4 for a hundred dollars cheaper it just it was a no-brainer for me like what about you bro like where do you stand on that like why did you choose the ps4 over the xbox one like at the beginning at the beginning like to be honest i was like uh, again i've always had microsoft i was like the 360 boy and the kind of og xbox kind of guy and then it took me a while because I was like, alright, okay, like, Microsoft's gonna put out games that were, no one were gonna love, like Halo, Years of War, etc. kind of thing. And it took me a while just because I was like, alright, okay, I might get an Xbox, but it's more expensive, like, fuck Connect, but I don't want that shit. And it just took me a while just to come round to it because it was one of those things where I'm like a pros and cons kind of guy, is I actually made like a pros and cons list of what I would prefer, and, like, looking at the launch titles for PS4 compared to, like, the Xbox, which had pretty much nothing, like, it was superiorly stronger. So, like, again, like, as we've talked about, like, Infamous Second Son was, like, one of the kind of games that kind of tilted it for me. Because that game, again, I'm a big kind of superhero kind of fan. I like powers. And I, I, I'm, the thing is, I never really kind of played the PS3 that much. Like, I got it towards pretty much, like, beyond its kind of end of its life cycle. Like, I got it when I never had internet in my apartment, so mm-hmm. I was playing PS3 games before I got a PS4 kind of thing. So it was, again, it was one of those things that was quite difficult for me to pick. And I remember I, like, I went in going to EV Games. I even went to the one at the Falls, going in, going, all right, I'm going to get an Xbox. And then I got there, and I was like, nah, I'm just going to get a PS4. <laughs> I, like, I literally went there with the mentality of I'm going to buy an Xbox. And then I walked out with a PS4, and like, in my opinion, that was probably the best decision I made because looking back on it now, like, why the fuck would I want an Xbox? Like, there's no games that came out on launch. There was no, there's no launch titles for a good while with the Xbox One. The PS4 banged out everything. Like, if you really never played any kind of Sony titles, like there was, like they had Killzone. Which wasn't that well received. They had Infamous. They, again, they were outputting like higher kind of graphical frame rates as well for games. So it was a more powerful console compared to the Xbox One. So it was, yeah. It was, like, especially it, during those launch periods, like PS4 games were coming in at 1080p and most Xbox One games were coming at 720p. And, you know, people were always making those kind of comparisons. One thing I do want to say that I just remembered, like, I remember you and I getting into some like heated debates over text back in those days. Like you were like, why would you go to PlayStation Four? Like blah 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 blah. Like you're making a mistake. Like why would you want the PlayStation Four? Like you were in the 360 generation for so long. Like why would you switch over? And like I don't know. Like you were like getting really angry with me. I just remember like just some of those heated conversations we had. 
And, like, in my head, like, I had already made up my mind. It was a no-brainer. Like, I looked at the facts. I looked at, like, what was there and what both companies were offering. And it was just, like, it made no sense to me to, like, buy an Xbox One, especially at launch. Like, I have an Xbox One now. I have a Series X. And, you know, it's it's good. I like it. I, do I ever use it? No, I literally use it to, like, watch sports. Um, <laughs> How often is that? <laughs> not very often, you know? So I, the PS4 was the best decision I ever made, by far. Uh, yeah, it was one of them. It was... It, so it, what it, were your... Oh, go ahead, buddy. No, no, no. Yeah. So what were your, like, opinions of like the, this generation, especially like at the launch, like at the beginning, like what did you, what were your opinions of it? Like, like what did you think of the PS4? Like when it, when it first came out or like? Yeah, like, yeah. All right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, everything they showed at E3, like, see when, see when I think of like the kind of launch title, I think of again, we're always going to come back to this game just because it was a launch title for the PS4 was infamous. And there's the one specific bit um, where you're walking it from, it's like kind of up from a bridge. You just you like kind of, I remember you get to his town and then you get onto this long bridge going up towards Seattle. And then you see like the raindrops and the reflections and everything like that in the game. And we had never seen anything like that because, again, the Xbox 360, it was, I would say it was a powerful unit, but like compared to what the PS4 was, is like, it was nothing that was like a battery compared to it. And the thing is, is like, we've never really seen anything like this kind of power before from a console. This is when 360 was like kind of the mainstream kind of gaming. That's when gaming started becoming cool kind of thing. And mm. when game developers were have had like the kind of power to actually build something with the limited power they had, because again, the PS4 was quite an old console and they were using an outdated system. And now they've been given like the power of the PS4, and the PS4 was quite a beefy machine back in those what, like seven, like thirteen, so eight years ago. It's almost been eight years. It'll be eight years in November. Yeah, so it was eight years old kind of thing, and like I still remember the scene infamous and going like, wow, like how the hell were they doing that? Like it was just. I actually went back and looked at some gameplay of Infamous Second Son, and it still looks pretty good today. Like, yeah. I was actually pretty shocked. Like, yeah, that game was, like, a, a launch window title, and it still looks really, really good. I mean, Sucker Punch really did a lot of good things for the PlayStation 4. I mean, their swan song was Ghost Tsushima, and we'll, we'll get into the games for sure later on in this podcast. But, yeah, Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch really, like, blossomed. In, in this console generation. I mean, they made the Infamous games. They, they did Infamous 1 and 2. And I think they did, like, a one Sly Cooper game as well in the PS3. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, they definitely made a name for themselves during the PlayStation 4 generation, for sure. So, yeah. Nah, they were a really good developer. Again, a lot of, like, PS4, like, a lot of developers came out in 360 times, and then a lot of them blossomed with the power of the PS4 and the power of the yeah. Xbox One. Because there is, like, even look at Naughty Dog. Like, Naughty Dog had, like, The Last of Us 1 for the PS3, and then they were able to make The Last of Us 2, and, that, like, Uncharted 4 as well, which is a huge game. Like, it's a stunning... I know, I know you've never played that game, but honestly, it's, a, it's an absolutely stunning game. Like, even to this day, it's still 
is breathtaking, to be honest. Right. Um, it's, 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 it's a really good kind of game, like, but, yeah. So what's your favorite game of, like, this console? What, like, what are some of my favorite games? Yeah, like, give me your top three. Top three favorite games of the PS4? Oh, wow. Uh, first of, oh, I gotta start off with God of War 2018. That game, I didn't know, I really didn't know what to expect with that game. Um, I, I played a little bit of the other God of War games back in the day, and, you know, you're just, just, you're just killing gods and taking names, and, you know, Kratos was always just like this guy that would always had this anger that he can never like he always like he was he was never full like he always just wanted to keep killing he was just like a killing machine and this was a much more grounded story and Kratos is older in this game and he's got a son Atreus and he actually like has something that he like cares about now and the story is fantastic it's such a good game that's definitely number one on my list. I would I would also say like Spider Man twenty eighteen really blew me away. That was another game where I was excited for it, but I didn't know how it was going to turn out. I mean, the history of the Spider Man games have been like hot and cold as over the years. I mean, there's been some good Spider Man games and then there's been some really bad Spider Man games. But Insomniac was making that game and I had faith in them. And that game ended up being amazing. If I had to do, say like one more game, oh my yeah. gosh, that's that's have, really difficult. Do I want more. help? No, yeah, I can only have one yeah. more. Oh, I can only have one more. Mm. What game did I play? Um, I'm, I'm I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Binding of Isaac. That doesn't count. Uh, no, it <laughs> counts. Like, it's my list, bro. It's my list. It's my list. I'm going to say The Binding of Isaac. Uh, that game... No, no, no. Hold on. Let me explain. Let me explain. That game originally launched on Steam. It was on PC for years. And then back in 2015 or 2014, it was something like that, it came onto the PlayStation 4. And I was ready to buy that game. I was going to spend my money on that game because I was so excited that The Binding of Isaac was coming to the PlayStation 4. And then Sony blessed us by making that game a PlayStation Plus game on launch day. So that was a day one free game with PlayStation Plus, and I couldn't have been happier. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And I I played hundreds upon hundreds of hours playing The Binding of Isaac. Like, no, yeah, yeah. So God of War, Spider-Man, and Binding of Isaac for me. What about you? Like, if you had to pick three games that are your favorite for that console, like, what would you choose? Yeah, I would put God of War on my top as well, just because I did enjoy that game. Um, oh, this is a tough one, actually. This is a really tough one. Um, I'd put God of War up there. That would probably mm-hmm. be, like, number one, just because that's a banger, that game. Like, it's just, it's too good. Um, Uncharted 4 is up there for me as well. That game was just a bang. Um, oh, this is a really tough one. You got one more, man. 
Oh, at least I'm picking exclusive games. Like, oh, not exclusive. Mm-hmm. Not multi-platform games, boys. Like, um, oh, this is difficult. Like, I'm trying to think of games that I've been playing that I'm like, all right, okay, like everyone has to play this kind of Just game. Say Fall Guys. I'm not playing. I'm not seeing Fall Guys. <laughs> uh, uh, I was gonna say that one. No, I can't. Um, I've been between two. Um, I'm gonna say Horizon Zero Dawn. Like that game was so good. Like I remember just like playing that game and platinuming it in a weekend. Like it was one of those games where you start playing and you just don't drop the controller. But the worst bit is, is going back to that game. It wasn't the same. <laughs> it was one of those things where I just couldn't like I couldn't play it again. Like I'd already beat it. I'd a hundred percent of it. I got all the armor in it and. I had like I had my fun playing it, and then when I went back to play it, I was like, no, I, I, don't, I don't have to play it, kind of thing. But I'd probably say that's in my top like three. Okay. I'd say number three. So God of War, Uncharted, Zero Horizon, Dawn. Like again, I'm looking forward to the sequel as well. So I think that'll be a top tier game, kind of thing. All right. All right. Yeah. So, so when it came to the PS3, David. Yes. Sony didn't really do too many special edition consoles. I mean, they changed up the colors a few times here and there. Where like, oh, like especially during like that super slim era where, uh, where it had like that top loader, that kind of top yep. sliding door. Where okay, there's a red God of War one. No, you had a white one. You had a white, white one. one. The white one. Already. Yeah, you had a white one. There was a blue one, a red one, a white one, a black one. They did like multiple colors for that super slim. But otherwise, there weren't like too too many. There was like a special like Final Thirteen, Final Fantasy Thirteen, P- like PS3 Slim, and there was like a Metal Gear Solid Four one. Like they did, they did do a couple special editions, but nothing mm-hmm. close to like what Microsoft did with the 360, where they went oh, kind of crazy. And we and we talked about all of our like kind of like favorite 360 models and like special editions oh, yeah. uh, in our All Things 360 episode. But Sony really kind of flipped the switch on the PS4, and they started like pumping out like special, like a like a lot of special editions. I gotta ask you, like, what are some of your favorite ones? Ah, uh, gosh, it's always like um, I'd probably say have you seen the Uncharted one, but it has um, like yeah, Uncharted Four. Yeah, that, that one had a it, was, it, was, it, was it had Nathan Drake on it. <laughs> it had it like, was the original PS4 on. model. Yeah, it was like a like a babyish blue console and then it had like a gold etching nathan drake on the top i actually really like that console too like if i ever see that one in the wild i would be super tempted to just kind really? of scoop it up I've, yeah. I've seen that i've seen that one quite a few times to be honest like, really no yeah. i've never i've never seen it in person there's also um i know you're not you're, you're i know you're a super star wars fan but there's the two battlefront ones so there's the one with the dark vader on it which is I don't know, that's the better one it is, and then they have the other one, which is like the kind of imperial one, which has like a bunch of stickers on it, or it looks like I stickers. I hate and that logos. one. It's got the, it's got like the blue circle one, and then it's got a red circle. I don't know the, I don't know shit about Star Wars. What, what's on that one, David? Uh, it's the imperial, and it is the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, it's awful. That's an awful looking concept. It's, it's awful. That one honestly is like they didn't I put re- any effort into that one. <laughs> Let's say you like showed off both of them, and you can tell like they banged one, and the second one they went, "What the fuck?" They also yeah, have like, and, yeah. like, 
one is like the PS4 for um, Spider Man, like the red one. Oh, that yeah, one's the nice. red, the red Spider Man PS4 Pro is really nice. That's a that, good one. That one actually bangs. Like it's honestly just red. It was so like sleek kind of thing. Like, you weren't really expecting it. Um, yeah. The one that I'd probably say like is probably went out of its way. And it is extremely difficult to find. Like honestly, it's extremely difficult to find. Is the PS4? It's a twentieth anniversary uh, PS4. So pretty much what it is, it is it's like an agree with like it's a kind of it's a callback back to the PlayStation One. Exactly. But that thing is like ridiculously expensive. If you can find it in the wild, just don't waste your time. Just buy it. But the thing is, is like you, you, you're guaranteed not to find it. Like uh, that's because they only made twelve thousand five hundred, I believe. It was a weird number. It was something like that, right? Have you, have you got and one that's of world stuff? worldwide. Uh, I do not, sir. You have. Uh, oh, do I? I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I saw, like, I remember telling Josh about this. I was like, yo, like. Dude, I remember good. talking to you about that console back in our college days about how badly I wanted one. I was like, David, like, you have no idea. Like, I really want one. And I couldn't get a pre order in, like, nowhere. It just sold out instantly. It, it, it was impossible. I mean, the PS4 was selling like hotcakes during that time, and to and to make like a special, a, like a special edition console like that limited was very difficult to find. I mean, twelve thousand five hundred, if that's the proper number, which I do think it is. If not, it's twelve thousand. I know it's something like that. I think it's twelve five, but twelve five for the entire planet. Like you got to be joking, you know? Like it's it's that's nothing. So for me. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, God. I ahead, still buddy. remember buying that. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy one. And it's 12,300, yeah. So. Oh, really? 12,300? Yeah. 12, oh, okay. That's a, okay. Alright. Yeah. I, I was in the ballpark. I knew it was something like that. Come on, you're wrong. <laughs> um, Another no. console that I really liked was the 500 millionth uh, blue see-through PlayStation 4 Pro that they did. That was also a limited edition one, but it was a much higher limited. I think it, that one was at 50,000 uh, copies. They made 50,000 consoles. Yeah. And that was really cool because that was kind of like a callback to like the, those like early, like those late 90s like see-through consoles where you had like that atomic purple Game Boy Color. Like those kind of N64 days with the fantastic colors. I was like, oh, that's really cool. I like I like a cool callback like that. It was like this deep blue one where you can, it wasn't as see-through where you can see like everything, but you can see it like it, but it was like faint because like the, the dark blue tints, um, kind of like gave it that kind of really nice glossy look. Now that thing's like, I'm sure that thing's like a, a dust magnet for sure. I'm sure you can see like every speckle of dust on that thing. So you gotta, you gotta keep that thing clean if you do have one of those for sure. Yeah, I was they also did a lot of shitty consoles. What's that, buddy? I was never a fan of the twenty, like that one. I was like more like, oh yeah. It's, it's I like the twentieth anniversary one way more, but the blue one's pretty good. Do you know what one I kind of I've never seen before? I remember I went to I, went, I had a friend called Chris, and he had the Metal Gear Solid one, and I've never seen that before. Oh like, my god, that one is stunning. Yes, yeah, it's, it's got like a gun gray like uh, color with the red, what like on where the hard drive is. It's got the red. Str- yes, that's really nice. I remember I I saw that one. And I was like, huh, like 
Never really seen that one before. That's because I think that one only came out in Asia countries, Asia territories. Yeah, there's yeah, also like, it, didn't, it didn't come out here in North America. There's one I would like to get is the Kingdom Heart one. Like I hate Kingdom Hearts. Like honestly, like I'm not a big fan of that kind of game. Um, but they have a console for that one, and it actually looks quite nice because it's got like I think it's like the map on top of it. Like it's a pro, and it's got like etchings on the map on top of it. I really kind of low key like that one. Like it also has a kind of like the controller's kind of mediocre at best. Because the thing is, is like I've noticed. With the consoles, they either put a lot of work into the console design and then say, ah, fuck it to the controller, or they put a lot of work into the controller and then say, oh, fuck it to the console. Because they have, like, the um, Death Stranding one as well, and the controller oh, is yeah. stunning, but the console itself is a very, like, either people like it or people don't like it. Yeah, so the Death Stranding console, it, it's like a... It's a PS4 Pro, and on the top layer, it's white, and it's got, like, the the black oil, like, baby hands on it, and, but the, but the controller is, like, this, like, see-through yellow one, and it, and it says, like, Death Stranding on the touchpad of the PS4 controller, and I always love that controller, like, it's a beautiful-looking controller. Another console I want to shout out really quickly is the Final Fantasy 15 one. I think that's a Pro, but it has, like, this moon on the top of it. It looks really classy. It looks really, really good. Right. Now, there's a couple bad ones that I kind of want to shout out, too. Like, the ones <laughs> that I just really don't like. Honestly, all of the Call of Duty ones. There was a Call of Duty Black Ops 3 one where it's just a black-looking basic PS4, but then it has, like, the like the three orange stripes for Black Ops 3 on it, and I thought it was just such a lazy design. There's also, like, this ugly camo one that they did for Call of Duty World War II, and that was a slim model. I thought that was ugly. Like, they did a lot of, I don't know. Either war, Sony knocked it out of the, one. I don't like that one either. That PS4 Pro one, it just has too much going on. Yeah, you're right. right. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that God of War PS4. Yeah, they either knocked it out of the park or they, like, missed the mark on a lot of them. So, I don't know. If I ever find some of these ones that I really like out in the wild, like, I've always wanted to have, like, maybe, like, a little bit of a display cabinet one day and just kind of have, like, all the consoles that I really like and just have them all there. Like, I always thought that'd be such a cool idea to have mm-hmm. for, like, that day that I have, like, a gaming room. And consoles are always, like, something cool to, like, show off to people and to yourself, really. I mean, guys, collect for yourself first. Like, don't don't collect to show off to other people. Because I, I can guarantee you no one cares as much as you do. And that's just a fact right there. So, yeah. yeah. There, there, I also want to show you one more before we kind of move on. Is there was, like, a Monster Hunter one. I don't know if you've ever seen that one before. Like, I don't like Monster, Monster Hunter. Hunter Worlds. Uh, Monster Hunter Worlds, yeah. So. Oh, okay. They had a Monster Hunter World one, and, like, I'm not good at that game. Josh is not good at that game. Combined, we're terrible at that game. Um, but they also have, like, a copy of it. See, if you look at the console, it's like a, a dragon of some sort. <laughs> and it's breathing fire, which is pretty dope, in my opinion. I'm like, you know what? Like, oh, I remember that. I do yeah. remember that. You showed it to me way back in the day, and I was like, ugh, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was like, all right, okay, like... It's fucking dragons. I love playing some dragons. Like, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot out there. I'm sure there's plenty that we didn't mention. Like, we're not going to talk about all of them. Just some of the highlights and some of the lows of what I remember. 
the Batman Arkham Knight one that had the silver controller. I actually kind of like that one, and I'm where the where the the I like that one. I actually remember that one. It has like a Batman and his cape kind of like swooping to the side where the hard drive is. I always thought that was kind of classy, actually. Yeah, it really is. Like, I remember that was for Arkham Knights, I believe. Like Arkham Knights, yes, it was. Garbage game, but good console. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what was your what thoughts? What you got for me, buddy? I've got a lot for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your thoughts on PlayStation Plus as a whole? Oh, PlayStation Plus. That's a great question. So... For those of you, oh, for those of you that don't remember, PlayStation Plus was just kind of this add-on for the PS3. Um, in order to play games online back in those days, you didn't need anything. You just needed a Wi-Fi connection in order to play games online on the PlayStation 3. And when the PlayStation 4 launched, that was the first time Sony made it made it mandatory for you had to have PlayStation Plus in order to play games online. So. Sony kind of took a note from Microsoft and Xbox because back in the 360 era, you had to pay for Xbox Live in order to pay online. But in return, you got like better servers and like a better online infrastructure. And it really showed. I mean, the 360's online infrastructure was so much better than the PS3's infrastructure. So I was more than okay. I was already paying for PlayStation Plus before the PS4 came out because when I got my PS3 in early 2013, I, I started paying for PlayStation Plus because the biggest thing that like made me buy PlayStation Plus was that they were giving away free games every single month. And I was already accustomed to paying online because, like I said earlier, I was a big 360 guy and I was just used to paying like a, a yearly fee for online services for like playing on games online so for me paying for another online service wasn't like that big of a pill to swallow i i I guess maybe for some people who came who were you know a ps3 player from beginning to end and never paid for anything online like having to pay online now might have been like a problem for them but i was fine with it because the games that they were giving away for free some months were just bangers. I got to be honest, like uh, David kind of gave me crap for talking about the binding of Isaac uh, in my top three games for the PS4. But like I said, I was more exclusive games. I I don't care. It doesn't have to be exclusive, man. It just has to be my favorite (laughs) PS4 games of all time. And the binding of Isaac's up there. Um, There were like some of the PlayStation plus games that they handed that, that, that they gave away for free on day one is staggering. I mean, they gave away the Binding of Isaac, which for me was a big, big deal. Rocket League in 2015 was given away for free. That was a very big deal. Like, everyone was playing Rocket League. It's still a very popular game today in 2020. And, yeah, like, Fall Guys was free. And I literally have thousands of games in my PlayStation Plus catalog that I can just go and play anytime I want because... Every month, I I I put those games in my library. Like I, I essentially just put games in my back pocket, and if I ever want to play those games, I got it. Like I love PlayStation Plus. I don't really care. It didn't bother me that Sony made it mandatory to to have in order to like play games online. And I think their service was more than worth it, in my opinion. Like, where do you stand with a uh, PlayStation Plus, David? Um, I think. 
it's 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 very similar to like it's pretty much Xbox Live, but like that's what it is. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is, it's like you're on two trains. Is either like Xbox Xbox Live bangs one month or PlayStation Plus bangs one month. And the thing is, is like if you compare it, because there is actual sites where you can compare like values of games they're giving away, and nine out of ten times PlayStation Plus usually gives out higher valued games. And the thing is, is ninety percent of the time they give out games that will you'll still play to now or nowadays. Like again, as you said, like Rocket League, Fall Guys, Binding of Isaac, like all these games are free and like yeah, like those were day one, but they've also given out like big big games like Final Fantasy VII earlier this year, like other really really big games and like even like launched PlayStation Five games. That's that that's what they're giving away like right now as we speak. Like yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty good value. It's very good it value. But the thing is, is like I'm unfortunately one of those people where I had like a PlayStation Four that's from Canada, so it's back. Like again, every time you have to pay for something, you have to use a Canadian card, and that pisses me off because I don't live in Canada. Like it will always asks me for my address, which I've got a UK address, so I can't have plus, and that's really. Quite annoying, so I have to go through alternative methods to get access to like to pay for things on the store or to buy points and stuff. And to be honest, it kind of annoyed the shit out of me because the thing is for Xbox Live, like I could like you can buy it on Microsoft's website as well, so you can go onto like the Microsoft Store and buy live that way. Why can't you do that for Sony for PlayStation Plus? Like I know we share it and everything like that. Yeah, but... I was gonna say that. Like, why can't you just get it through me? I mean, you have me as a, as a as an option, yeah. right? So. No, no, I, I get that, but at the same time, it kind of annoys me where I'm like, oh, like, why can't I just, like, use my services and stuff like that? I can't think, why can't I just, like, buy it myself, like, if you know what I mean? Like, for me, that's just one of the things that I've noticed over a time of, like, living from two countries, and this is one of the big things that kind of stands out, where the fact that they kind of region locked the fact that you can't have access to PlayStation Plus, and there has been a few times where PlayStation Plus... Is if you go in the store, there'll be a sale on games. So like you can have the normal price, or you can have like a reduced price. And sometimes there's a PlayStation Plus price, so it'll be like five bucks, ten bucks off sometimes. And the thing is, the fact that I've not got PlayStation Plus, I'm sitting there going, "Ah, fuck!" So I have to pay the extra five like dollars, even though I know for a fact like I should have PlayStation Plus. And the thing is, they do push it a lot nowadays. I've noticed like. I was just buying a game recently on the store and they honestly like push it so you couldn't actually get past the section until it was like, oh, you sure you don't want PlayStation Plus? You sure you don't want PlayStation Plus? And the thing is, is like, I'm fine with like paying for a service for like to, to play online, but at the same time, like, make it more convenient for me, please. <laughs> like, again, I well, hate you, you yeah, that guy. I mean, I know it sucks, because you I'm kind of made just, smart, yeah. you, you're in, you're in this, this weird spot where it's just very inconvenient for you. Exactly. Because of you having to move, like, you moved around so many times, right? Like, you're stuck in that weird limbo where not, not too many people are, are in your shoes, right? So it's kind of a weird give and take. And it, yeah, it's inconvenient for you, but luckily you do have me who, you know, I've lived in Canada my whole life, so, like, I have no problems being able to, like, purchase things, and then you have me as your primary account, so if I ever bought anything or got any games for free off the Plus system, uh-huh. like, you can just get it off me, like, no problem. It also annoys me sometimes when I have, like, again, like, codes are region locked, so sometimes I'll buy, like, an exclusive game 
for uh, in the UK, and then I won't be able to download the DLC just due to the fact that I don't have a UK account. I know that's separate from PlayStation Plus, but like. I'm just hyping on about the fact that they're not. They're all well, the one off. thing that I do also want to say about PlayStation Plus is that Sony does such a good job at having like sales constantly on their store, and I'm not talking like, oh yeah, like they're like small little sales all the time. Like no, like if you're just patient enough, you'll find the game that you want to pl- like you want to buy or play like on sale. Like they have yeah. sales all the time, and I think. The reason why they're able to get away with having all these constant sales is because they make so much money through PlayStation Plus. Like they're they're able to like give some of that goodwill back to the community, and I, that's something I've always really appreciated. Something else I I also really want to I, I want to talk about really quickly about the PlayStation Four and what I love so much about it is just the dashboard. I love the PlayStation okay. Four dashboard. It's such a simple concept. It's got like two two layers to it so it's got like a top layer which has like all your settings and your party chat systems and all that stuff like that like you can check your profiles and trophies and stuff and then on the bottom layer is like a tile system that has like all your games and one thing that i always really enjoyed about like the 360 in the ps3 era was that you were able to put like themes on your console so like i remember right now like if i turn my ps3 on i have like a last of us uh, theme on and if I turn like my 361 on I actually have like a Far Cry 3 theme okay. and I love that like Sony continued that trend with allowing you to have themes on your console like I have so many themes just because like every time you bought a collector's edition of a game or something it would come with like a code for like some avatars for your for your profile and also like themes and I have like a really cool like Ellie Last of Us 2 theme that I really like using and it's kind of sad that like Sony isn't doing themes with the PlayStation 5, but I understand why. Because every time you go onto like a game tile, like let's just say Miles Morales, it, there's just like a big image of like Miles. Or like if you go to Demon Souls, there's just like a big, they like kind of blow up the image of the tile and everything like that. And I just really, it was so easy for me to get around on the PS4 system. Like every time I turn on my Xbox One, it has like this kind of Windows 8 vibe to it with all <laughs> the crazy tiles everywhere. And I get so confused when I go onto my Xbox One. There's just so much going on. I have no idea where I'm going. Like there was times where I like tried to buy a game off the, the Microsoft store on my Xbox and I had a hard time like, like, getting around and like buying the, the game that I wanted to buy. And with Sony and Microsoft, like Sony just killed it in terms of like the interface. Like, what do you think about that? Like, do you like the PlayStation four interface? Yeah. Cause it reminds me of like, remember the old school 360 blades. So like, yeah. it would be like, side, it, would go, <laughs> it would make that noise. That <laughs> noise. I always loved the blades. And it was like one of the things that always rolled me back to like the 360, and then they did an update and kind of made it worse. Um, yeah, they changed they changed the Xbox 360 dashboard three times, I believe. They had the blades at the beginning, and then they kind of had like this one where it was more of like this horizontal thing. It was more of like a tiled base, but like on the left hand side, you could scroll up, you could like see all your friends, and if you had like like your friends' avatars and stuff like that, and then they finalized it with more of like a Windows 7 kind of vibe at the end with like that third uh, update or like rendition to the uh, to their dashboard. Do you remember those? 
Yeah, and I, there was just one of those things where I was like, I was I was one of those Blades kids. Like, I was one of the persons that started on 360, and mm. the fact that they changed it really kind of pissed me off. But the fact that it throws back, like, the Blades seem kind of like the titles on the PS4. I don't know, I always got the huge kind of vibe that they were very similar, and it made it kind of easy to see, if you know what I mean, like, to kind of play with. Sure. Like, I was like, all right, sure. I can, all right, I can fuck with this kind of thing, so... I like that they never changed it. Like the the tile system that you, that I got on my launch PlayStation Four is still practically the same thing that you have like today in 2021. I mean, obviously they like they updated some things and they changed a few things around, but for the most part, like they've it's been consistent, and I really do appreciate that. Well, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah. They, it was so much better in my opinion than the PS3 because the PS3 just had so many. Like, like that dashboard was insane. Like, just the amount of settings and scrolling that you had to do to get to stuff and to go down as well. Oh, oh my god, it. yeah, it was annoying. It wasn't very good. It wasn't, it wasn't very good in my opinion. Like the PS4 just blew it out of the water in my opinion. Like, because do you think the PS4's interface is is better than the Xbox ones? Oh yeah, like I hate Windows 8. So yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, it I, was so I, bad. I, I despise Windows 8, so it's like one of those things where I feel like, like remember back in the day they had Mac versus PC, those ads where it was like, hi, I'm a Mac, hi, I'm a PC. I feel like Xbox was like the kind of like PC and like Mac and like PlayStation was Mac. No, no, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the PlayStation was a cool kid, and the Xbox was like, oh, like get your shit done kind of thing. But I still remember to these days buying games on this 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 store. I couldn't find this store for the longest time. Like oh I would my, turn, on the on the Xbox. Oh, fuck knows where it is. Because you'd scroll yeah, it's so bad. You'd have to find like marketplace, and then when you get the marketplace, you would have to like it would have a tile within a tile. So you'd click on the little tile, and then you would have to search the game, and you'd click another tile, and then after like twenty minutes and solving like an algebra test, like you'd be able to buy your game. It was just, it was just so annoying. And then the whole like, we have to add your cards onto the, the 360 or on the Xbox One. That was difficult as well. Mm-hmm. It was like payments, and that was on its own section by itself. Like, so when he just made it really easy, they're like, all right, oh fucking, God, like, yeah. it's like one button pretty much, and you're good to go. Like Xbox is like, hey, how complicated can we possibly do this? <laughs> Challenge accepted. Let's get this shit done. <laughs> yeah, and they got rid of themes. Like, if you turn your Xbox One on, there's no themes. You can't buy a theme. It's just a black background with, like, green Xbox tiles and all that other shit. It's just, it's so bland looking. It's so uninspired. I couldn't believe, like, how far Sony pushed it and, like, how good of a job they did with the PS4 in comparison to the PS3. Like, it, the PS4 really is a, a redemption story for Sony because they took a huge hit on, 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 on the PS3 in, in many different ways. And I don't know. It's such a great story about how Sony turned the ship around for themselves. And now they have all this momentum kind of moving forward. But So we talked about some of, some of our favorite games to play. Like our, our, some of our favorite games of all time on the console, but is there like just any other kind of like recommendations you would recommend people to play? Just other games that might not be in your top three, but like other games you want oh. to talk about? Fucking Fall Guys. Get playing Fall Guys. 
Like, that game is, like, crack. As soon as you start playing it, you'll never stop. Um, <laughs> I'll say that game's up there for recommendations to play. Um, you and me had a great time playing. There's a lot of, like, kind of, like, co-op games that you and me played over the time on PS4. Like, I feel like the PS4 was one of the games where we played a lot of, like, kind of co-op games. So we played, like, It Takes Two, for example, um, and that is a phenomenal game. Uh, you have to play with someone, but, like, if you've got, like, a partner or you've got, like, someone, like a child or a, a dog or something like that in the background, so, like, you could play that game and have a great time together. Like, that's a, that's a, that's a great game. Um, last, we also talked about Spider-Man Miles Morales on our, um, Throwback Thursday. Like, that was another game that, it's just a phenomenal game as well. There's so many games. Like, again, like we played like recently you and me started like playing like Far Cry. You know, like we played like kind of Far Cry five, Far Cry New Dawn, and this on the, by the way, see the sale? I was looking back on that. So we got the gold edition of Far Cry five, which is usually a hundred and nineteen dollars. And I remember you or I, I did I paid like twenty dollars for the game at max because it was a sale, it was like seventy five percent off. Like Ubisoft does kind of sell its games off quite quickly. They usually go on sale on the stores quite quickly, but like that package was phenomenal because it came with Far Cry 3, Far Cry 5, uh, all the DLC, and then we got... And no, because it came packaged with New Dawn as well because it was one of those bundle ones where it was like the Far Cry Gold Edition with um, Far Cry New Dawn. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I feel like if it wasn't for that sale, I probably wouldn't have played that game. And yeah. the, fa- the fact that those games came out, we played those games, like, I would say even, like, New Dawn is probably one of my favourite games of, like, the kind of PS4 generation. Like, it was just, it was a great time having a laugh at you as well, and then just exploring, like, whatever that place is called, New, da- New Dawn, like, Dawn County. I can't yeah, remember. I have no idea. Yeah, something like that. What about you? What's some recommendations? I would recommend, like, if you've never played Rocket League, I think that's a game that you have to play. Um, okay. You have to definitely experience Rocket League. I mean, you, you drive around in this little car and you're playing soccer with these cars, and you can drive up the walls and you could do some crazy tricks. Like, I'm sure if you just go on YouTube and type in, like, Rocket League, like, crazy montages, like, you'll see some insane goals. When that game launched, I had so much fun. I was literally playing it every single day for, like, the longest amount of time. Like, again, this was back in 2015, and there wasn't really, like, a whole lot going on with the PlayStation 4, and so I just played that game nonstop and had a great time. Also, like, you and I played a lot of Minecraft on the PS4. We talked about, Mm -hmm. like, our days on the 360 and how basic and how vanilla the 360 version was, and when that PlayStation... 4 version came out it was like a breath of fresh air because they had like a lot of the updates that the pc had at that time and we had a great time playing it on the ps4 like um it's definitely like the version to play there's so much i mean there's so many third-party games worth playing one that's kind of sticking to me right now is uh mafia remastered i had a great time playing mafia remastered even though i did run into a glitch where it it literally deleted my entire save file, which upsetted me because I was trying to build my way up to the platinum on that game. I was like short of like two trophies. Yeah, but one was three. Hard, no, you're three because the one of the last ones was the hardest one where you had to beat the game well, on 
Yeah, I was. I'm missing the one where you got to beat the game on the hardest difficulty. There's like a secret route you have to take in order to like drop somebody off in one campaign mission, and then have 30 cars in your garage. And I had 29 cars in my garage. I was one car away, and then all of a sudden my game crashed on me. I got a blue screen of death. I was like, oh my god! And then I booted up the game again. Everything was gone. Everything. And I'm like, well, there goes, there goes that. Cause I am not, I am not going back to do that. That, that took me hours upon hours to do. Yeah. I mean, Sony killed it, bro. There was, there were like, they had way, they had so many exclusives. I mean, Ghost Tsushima, like, again, we talked about Soccer Punch and like Sucker Punch killed it this generation. Last of Us 2 was really good. Like, Uncharted 4, like, like all of their publishers, but like all of their first-party studios just pumped out amazing games. I don't know, there was a lot of, like, first-party studios that also didn't pump out a lot, like, sure. it, um, what's that zombie game called again? Days um, Gone. Days Gone. Days gone. I, remember, I remember playing that game, thinking it would be great, and you know, it was very disappointing. But the, the funny thing is, like, that game's like a 7 at most. How How is it getting a 7, though? But honestly, I wouldn't even rate it that high. Well, I'm I'm thinking it's like a six point five seven out of ten kind of game, and it's so funny because even that game was like competing with like what Microsoft was doing with the Xbox One. I mean, like, dude, like compare that to like Crackdown Three. I mean, it's not even it's not even a joke at that point, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, I probably rate oh come on, it was I'll rate it was three higher than like. Five oh yeah, is, is that a nine? Know. Is that a game a nine out of ten? Oh, it's like a 7.58. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, I love Crackdown. Like, Crackdown has a special place in my heart. Like, mm-hmm. ah, it does. It's Terry Crews. You can play as Terry Crews, so I guess it's, yeah, it, yeah, Crackdown 3 is an 8 out of 10. Well, if you could play as, like. It's an awful game. It's not very good. It, like, we have to also show Fortnite as well. Like, Josh is a huge Fortnite player. I'm sorry. I'm not going to talk about Fortnite on this podcast, guys. I'm. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, there's there's so many games, guys. Literally go on YouTube and just type in like hidden gems or recommendations for PS4 games or best PS4 games of all time. You'll find a list for days. You can go down this huge rabbit hole. And the best thing about PS4 games is that it's backwards compatible with the PlayStation 5, so you can bring all those games into the future with you, and you can have a great time. Like, it's worth collecting PS4 games to this day and beyond, because you'll be able to play every single one of those games on your PlayStation 5, and that's such a great feature to have. So talking about next generation, Mm -hmm. what's your opinion on technically, like, this current generation, like, next generation, like, PS5 and Xbox Series X? Like, Where's your stance on this right now? Yeah, that's a great question because last generation with the PS4 and the Xbox One, it was a no-brainer to go with Sony and the PlayStation 4 just because of how bad Microsoft fucked up the Xbox One, right? Yep. This time around, it's almost like a 50-50, I feel. Uh, I don't know. I'm For me, it's still... I'm leaning towards like 60-40 for, for Sony. Um right. Because I'm excited for the exclusives. I, I like where the games are in terms of like where, like what Sony's doing. I'm, I'm excited for the future of, of Sony. As I've gone older, 
I'm just much, I'm a bigger fan of their experiences. Like, I, I still enjoy Gears of War and Forza and all that stuff, but their formula has become kind of bland. And I understand that, like, Microsoft has been buying up studios like crazy. I mean, they made that $7.5 billion acquisition for Bethesda, and they're just, like, buying studios left and right to, like, kind of bolster up their, their studio count and, like, their games and their exclusives and stuff like that. For me personally, I was never, I've never been a very big fan of Bethesda's games. I'm sorry guys, if you guys really like Bethesda and you're a big fan of them, like, I don't know, like, they've always been kind of buggy and not really my thing. I know people love Skyrim to death, but I just didn't. I think, I think Fallout's pretty good. It, it, it's never been amazing for me personally, like, there's just so many issues in those games and, I don't know, Starfield looks interesting, but David knows me very well. I couldn't give two fucks about space all that much. Like, I just... You love space. You told me how much you care about Star Wars. Right, I I love... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I don't know shit about Star Wars. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm more excited for what Spider-Man 2 is going to bring. What is Last of Us Part 3 going, going to do? And... All of this stuff, Ghost of Tsushima 2, and just some of the, you know, those brand new, like, titles, those new IPs that I'm just, you don't know what's going to come next from Sony, and I'm just super excited about that kind of stuff, and for me, I'm still leaning towards uh, the PlayStation 5. What about you? Like, where where do you stand right now? Well, unfortunately, I have an Xbox Series X. So. You have an Xbox Series X, so I guess <laughs> the next the next step for you would be just to get the PlayStation yes. Five and have. Exactly. Like, I'm gonna get both as well. I I know yeah. I will, but it's just like which one am I gonna am I gonna get first? It's probably gonna be PlayStation. Yeah. So. And the thing is, is like I had a great time because I again I played um, Hill Reach on the Series X just because like I was gonna put my PS One on or my Xbox One, sorry. And, um, but I was like, you know, I'm going to try the Series X. It's been sitting in the vaults for the last, like, two months. <laughs> and I was like, all right, okay, I need to, like, kind of open this and, like, get it, give it a shot kind of thing. And it's quite, it's interesting because the thing is, is, like, I love Game Pass. I love what, I love what Microsoft is doing. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, it's like they're buying up studios and they're putting it onto Game Pass and then they're just trying to make this, like, multi-platform streaming service that everyone can get behind and then instead of having to buy physical games you just download it again we talked about this on one of our previous episodes and where that be maybe be going in the future and the thing is is like sony doesn't really have anything like that right now there's like rumors there are there have been kind of talks between how microsoft or sony wants to buy um the technology that microsoft uses to stream because the thing is is like it's quite interesting because the thing is, Sony streams everything, and then you can download only PS4 games. But when it comes to PS3 or any backwards compatible game, you actually have to stream the game. And the service that you use to stream on the PS4 and the PS5, it it, it doesn't work. Like you have to have an Uber connection. Even if you've got an Ethernet cable connect, it still doesn't work. Like I remember I've got a PS4 and I've I've connected like an Ethernet cable to it, and I put in PS Now. And the thing is, is I tried to play Infamous Second Son, not Infamous, like the Blood, the Blood one. Oh, Festival, Festival of Blood. Festival of Blood. And the thing is, is like, I've got 120 up, 
And the thing is, that should be able to handle like no problem whatsoever. And I remember it stuttered like crazy. So the thing is, is like the PS5, yes, it's got a lot of exclusives coming to it. But at the same time, so does Microsoft. Like, I before I like go on, I watched like the kind of trailer for Halo Infinite. And the thing is, is like the more you watch like the multiplayer, you're like, wow, like it actually looks quite good. And then like the campaign, like. Fuck knows what's going on in Halo nowadays. Like, I don't think anyone actually knows what's going on in Halo. Um, I don't know if the Covenant are still around or the Flood or who the fuck people are nowadays. Um, but it's always a good time. Like, you always walk away from a Halo game going, you know what? I had a good time. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, yeah, like, as you said, like, there's Last of Us Part 3 that's coming out and Spider-Man 2. Um, but the thing is, is like, they're not really showing anything else off. And the fact that Microsoft's buying all these studios up, like, they're, like, kind of putting all their eggs in a big basket. And they know for a fact one of them is going to produce, like, a golden chicken. And I know for a fact, like, the, again, they, they paid too much for Bethesda, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. way too much. But we all know why they did it. Tax um, <laughs> they tried to avoid <laughs> They tried to avoid all these kind of loopholes. As per se. And, um, that's the thing is like, Starfield, again, they've not really showed anything at all for that game. But the thing is, either Bethesda has a bad year or they bang out games. Like, again, I was one of those persons that loves Skyrim. Like, it all depends what they're going to do. And the thing is, it depends on the developer because Bethesda usually puts out good games. And, Again, it all depends what Microsoft is going to do to bolster its like exclusive kind of games. The fact that they've taken away a lot of the like exclusive games from Sony is going to kind of hinder them in the long period of time. But yeah, it's interesting that the, one of the big games coming out this year for Sony is uh that one game that's being made by Arcane Studios, uh Deathloop. Yeah. Like that that's that game's owned by Microsoft because they own Bethesda now and like that's one of the big exclusives coming to to Sony this year and it's just so funny. Like Sony had signed like a deal, like an exclu- yeah. like a timed exclusive deal for, for Deathloop and uh that other kind of Japanese weird looking game. I forget what it's called. But you you know damn well like in one year from now, that game's gonna go straight to Game Pass on day one. Like in, a, in one yeah. year from now, exactly. And it's and smart. A, it's it, yeah. Go on. Sorry. Go on. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just saying. Like that's the thing is like I feel like Sony wants you to buy games, but Microsoft yes. are saying here have Game Pass and you have everything. Like Microsoft want to create a overall experience because that's what they want to do. Like they want to have people on their consoles nonstop. And Sony wants to have like, like a, a games console. Like they just want people just to stay on it, just a game. You have to go out buy your games and like that's it. Like Sony wants to, or Microsoft wants to make an experience. Like here's Game Pass. You can play whatever the fuck you want. It's also a really powerful console. Like. I don't right. know. I mean, it's, quite, it's one of those things where Sony's playing that old school. Sony kind of has like that old school mentality where it's like sell consoles, sell games, that's it. And then Microsoft is like, hey, you can you can decide to buy an Xbox 
want a Series S or an Xbox Series X, that's cool if you want to. And then you can get Game Pass, but you can also get Game Pass on PC if you want to. And I won't be surprised if, like, in a year or two from now, like, that next new smart TV will just have an Xbox Game Pass app built into its TV. So you won't even need a console, and you can just download and play games that way. Like, I won't be surprised if you'll be able to play Xbox games on your smart fridge in a couple years from now. (laughs) Like, that's what that's what Microsoft is going towards. So they, they both, like... They're both making games like these high-end AAA games and everything, but just the way that they're Approaching pushing them it. out is completely different. And it, it really depends on like what kind of lifestyle. Because it's interesting. I was working with this guy at work, and he's not nice. much of a gamer, and I'm a hardcore gamer, so I kind of I'm up I'm up to date with like what's going on in the gaming industry. And he was like, "Hey, like if I were to buy one of these new consoles, like which one should I buy?" And I told him straight up, with me being like a big Sony fan, I was like, buy an Xbox One, an Xbox Series S. Just buy an Xbox Series S. It's super cheap. I think they're like $300. There's no disk drive on it. But honestly, I was like, do you know what Netflix is? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, Xbox has this thing that's kind of like Netflix for games. It's called Game Pass. And they just have a bunch of games on there. And you can play the, you can play your heart out on whatever you want to play. And then once you're done, you can just move on to something else. And he was like, really? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, I had no idea, like, there was even something like that. Like, it hurts me as, like, a hardcore Sony fan to, like, recommend an Xbox to someone. But, like, it's the truth. I mean, I'm not going to lie to people, right? Like, if 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 you're a student, like, if imagine you and I, David. If we didn't have, like, good-paying jobs and, like, disposable incomes and we were just both high school students... Dude, Game Pass would be the way to go, like, 100%. Like, imagine having, like, Game Pass when we were in high school. Like, that would have been incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh, it would have been incredible. It's, again, it's one of those things that's it's the future of gaming. Where do, where yeah, do we it see is. it? And Microsoft, I think, have got it in the bag, and they know where it's going. So and they, mm-hmm. they, they, they see it, but Sony are so stubborn where they're just like they're refusing to kind of go with it because they just want to sell copies and just keep the old scale school mentality of like you're going to go to that store you're going to buy that copy of the game boom sorted and the thing is is like the games industry is constantly evolving so we have to go with the trend rather than like not go with it 100% like a couple months ago something really funny happened like Sony owns the studio that makes like the MLB the show games Right. And in order for Sony to keep like the rights to that game and keep developing like MLB, like the Major League Baseball, like the Major League Baseball came to them. They're like, hey, like we want this game to come on Xbox. You either like kind of like comply to our rules where we want this game to be on more platforms or we're going to go to somebody else. So like either Sony was going to lose the rights to making like the MLB games or make it multi-platform, so Sony decided to make it multi-platform, so for the first time ever, MLB came over to the Xbox One, or the Xbox family, and and then Microsoft made it free on Game Pass. So Sony made this game, right, in-house studio, this game was free on Game Pass, but then they charged full price to Sony people. How crazy is that, David? Like, a first-party essentially like a first party like playstation studio the game was free on game pass on an xbox console and then people who were fans 
of of MLB and who are fans of Sony had to pay full price for that game. Like, that's crazy. Like, that yeah, is crazy. People, how many people play MLB though? Like, Apparently, <laughs> quite a lot. Apparently, it sold. A, it did very well on, on the charts because it was it became multi plat. So I don't uh, know. Again, it's one of those things. So, so we're, we could talk about this for hours and hours and hours. I know, I know. We really it's, could. It's one of those things. It's like it's going to be one of those decisions where both of them are solid consoles. Like they're yeah. not going to. At the end of the day, gonna, you're you're going to win no matter what. The gamers yeah. win. The gamers are going to win this generation. Last generation, it was a landslide. Sony ate Microsoft's lunch, and they had such a hard time coming back. But this time around, you can't lose no matter which one you choose. And I think. That's such a good thing for for us as the the consumer, but also the gaming industry as a whole. Unless for you sure. like a switch, just switch OLED, then you're a fucking idiot. So I'm an absolute fucking idiot. Well, the switch is selling like hotcakes, and it's going to continue that way. I mean, it's already sold like 89 million units. Like it's crazy. It's it's, it's going to be one of the best selling consoles of all time. It's going to be up there for sure. So yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things where, again, you pick what you want. Don't. Mm-hmm. Just don't. Like, again, like, a lot of, like, uh, you could go with an Xbox, Josh, and I'll go with a PlayStation, hypothetically, right? But don't go, usually you go with what your friends get, and that's the thing, is just go with what, what you want. Yeah, like, but Josh, you don't even need to do that anymore with, 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 uh, crossplay. Like, that's gonna be less and less of a thing. No, no, but say, for example, like, I'm like, yo, Josh, let's get this for Halo. Like, you no, can't play crossplay, so... Well, on PC, you can. If you have a PC, or if you, you have a TV, <laughs> or if you have something. Again, if Microsoft is going to be... Put, like, dude, the, there's been rumors that there's going to be, like, a dongle you can buy, like a Roku stick. You can just plug that into the back of your TV eventually, and you'll have Game Pass. Yeah, that's So, again, that. like, never say never, bro. No, but if you've got that, then you're going to have to have a, a super strong wireless connection to it, like... Who knows? Who knows what the future brings? I mean, these consoles are only nine months old at this point. This is definitely going to be a conversation for another day. Yeah. But, guys, we really hope that you guys loved listening to us kind of just talk about all things PlayStation 4. We love the console. It, I still love it to this very day. Playing it, I use that console every single day for like, for like the last eight years. It's, it's been, it's been a great time. Like, David, like, if you had to say like where the PlayStation Four falls for like your favorite consoles, favorite consoles of all time, like where would you kind of like put that? Just off the top of your head, is it like uh, in your top three for sure, or is it somewhere yeah, at the prob- bottom? Like it's probably in the top three, like probably number two, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's in my top. Yeah, it's in my top three for sure. I don't really want to give a definitive answer right now because that could be a very good topic for another day. But well, yeah, guys, you made, I, you made me pick a number. Fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, you heard it here first. David picked number two, so if he changes that in the future, that's on him. But yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed another episode of the Gaming Hour podcast. As always, you've been joined by Joshua Beamer and my best friend, David Eames. All right, guys, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace. Guys. Peace.